Ah, that's good. CES is over. Thank God. And that Vegas strip smell is gone. I don't know how it gets up there. Even when we don't physically go, it's strong. I don't like it. That prodigious provider of Apple-related prophecies, Mark Gurman, has analyzed the usual animal entrails and published another set of predictions about what 2023 will look like. The Gurm terms? The Gurm terms says Apple's mixed reality headset will finally launch this year. But while fellow far-seeing Oracle Ming-Chi Kuo said it'd be out by spring, we should actually expect an unveiling by WWDC in June with an actual launch in the fall, according to Germanopolis. At which time, Apple devotees will finally be able to live in that brushed aluminum fantasy land they try to create in real life, where iPhones will always use lightning ports. Escape to the iverse. Part of the reason the headset has been delayed is its failure to perform well in drop tests. But Apple is so focused on refining the product that we'll see barely any other major product updates in 2023. A new Apple Silicon Mac Pro is slated to launch this year, but German says it'll probably feature an M2 version of the M1 Ultra SoC found in last year's Mac Studio instead of like an M2 Extreme, which is even better than the M2 Ultra or M2 Max or M2 Pro. Or an M3. Or an M any, M2 anything else. But then maybe BMW would get upset. Mm. I'm hoping that's because even Apple was like, okay, these names are a little much. We should have stopped at max. I mean, that's the top. They could call it M2 a little much. The right to repair movement got a big win on Sunday when John Deere and the American Farm Bureau Federation signed an agreement that will allow the repair of John Deere tractors by independent third parties or farmers themselves or anyone that owns a tractor. Or Nicholas Sparks, wait, no, that was Dear John. He has one for sure. That's different. Dear John, dear, please let me repair my tractor. That's the whole book. I know you're at war, but please. <laughs> the two parties signed a hilariously named Memorandum of Understanding, designed to make sure John understands how wrong it was to strip customers of the right to repair their own purchased products when it changed a license agreement in 2016. John, do you understand, hmm? Sign the paper. The agreement follows U.S. President Biden's executive order last year telling John Deere and other companies to quit the malarkey and get their keisters in order with the, I mean, just stop with it. The, they want to fix things. Did that make you think of Biden at all? Yes, all of it. Okay. And Seattle Public Schools has filed a lawsuit against basically every major social media platform for exploiting the neurophysiology of kids' brains, which they definitely do. But couldn't that also be said for like, I don't know, toys and candy? Like anything marketed towards anyone? Cocoa melon? Co don't get me started on Cocoa melon. The makers of YouTube, TikTok, Snip, Snipchat. That's the other one. S Snip Snap? We don't call it, talk about it. Instagram and Facebook, so that would be Google, ByteDance, Snap, Inc, and Meta, were named as defendants in the lawsuit, which seeks financial damages and other remedies, like presumably changing said platform so kids aren't hooked into feedback loops of excessive use where they're exposed to damaging trends like disordered eating, self-harm, and cyberbullying. It, it's simple. And though this is very much a think of the children thing, the lawsuit cites recent research linking teen use of social media to those trends. So it's a good thing Instagram is going to get rid of the shopping tab. That's step one. And Snapchat's getting rid of the snap camera? <laughs> Snapchat's getting rid of the snap. 
Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Secret Lab, maker of chairs engineered to make you not even want to get up because even though you've been working or gaming for many hours, you're so comfortable it doesn't matter. Secret Lab's Titan Evo 2022 chair has four-way lumbar support, super cozy seat materials, and comes with up to a five-year extended warranty and 49-day return policy in case you decide you're so comfortable that you stopped caring about attending to your material needs. Those are important. That might be a separate issue, though. Check out Secret Lab at the link below. For some people, Quick Bits are the best part of the video, and I wish I could say vice versa, but the Quick Bits aren't sentient. Yet. Thank God. Reviews of the non-X variants of AMD's Ryzen 7000 desktop chips are up, and reception seems to be pretty positive, which you wouldn't expect due to these processors not having an X on the end of their name. Usually things are way worse when you take the X off. NCI? Se? Rated? Not only are they cheap, the new chips are super power efficient and can be overclocked within a hair's breadth of their exified siblings. Plus, with a non-X chip, maybe you can avoid this bug that disabled cores on the 7600X. Full disclosure, that bug could very well still affect the 7600 non-X. This is not investment advice. In other AMD news, one thing that we glossed over last week was Team Red's unveiling of the new Instinct MI300 data center processor. Because it's not just a processor, it's an APU. The first data center chip to combine a CPU, GPU, and memory on a single package. It's like an Apple M1 or M2, but with 24 Zen 4 cores and 128 gig gigabytes of HBM3 memory. I mean, good luck shoving this thing in a laptop, but if nothing else, it's an achievement in making computer hardware cuter. Just don't call it that to its face. You know, it's, it's got all those cores. Barks has bite, so. NVIDIA is reportedly working on having AI optimize their graphics drivers instead of only humans, which could lead to anywhere from 10 to 30% more performance more quicklier. If a tweet from CapFrameX is anything to go by, that is. I mean, human workers will probably still be required to make those optimizations work. So while I'm excited for faster optimizations, I'm also excited to see how the AI and human optimizers work together. Most of it will probably be fine, but there's always that one AI in the office. One's by the book and one's a wild card. Whoa, watch out for this human AI. Human AI. These are the AI you call when things get rough. The developer of MSI's popular afterburner overclocking utility has said that the project is semi-abandoned by the company who hasn't paid him for nearly a year. MSI says that's because the dev is Russian national Alexei Nikolaychuk, AKA Unwinder, and paying him wasn't possible due to the situation in Ukraine, even though MSI hardware has continued being sold in Russia. MSI says the project isn't dead, and they're figuring out how to solve the issue using some method other than the myriad legal ways that you can still use to pay people in Russia that you can find with a simple Google search. Bitcoin. That's one. MSI is all about innovation. They want to come up with their own thing, you know? And get ready for chat GPT powered stuff to show up in more than just Bing. Customer service provider Ada has made a deal with OpenAI to roll out support chatbots using the company's large language model. Meanwhile, researchers at Checkpoint Security have reported chat GPT being used by cyber criminals with little or no coding experience to write functional malware and phishing material. What's next? Kids using it to generate new playground insults? You think TikTok slang is confusing now? Wait until every bully has a unique, hurtful poem for each of his victims. That was a real chumba thing to say, Riley. It's a hellscape. What is a chumba? You wouldn't know, you don't go on TikTok. And make sure you come back on Wednesday for more unique tech news. Yes, still written by humans, we think. Honestly, some of these scripts make me question everything.